This is Up for Debate, episode number 90, recorded October 11th, 2017. Your 2017 Summer Movie League winner and recap. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this special episode of Up for Debate. I'm Sean Jennings. Thank you for joining us. As always here on the program, we greatly appreciate it. We got a special one for you this week. We weren't able to get myself and Matt together in a room to record an episode, but we had this sitting in the can for, you know, a month, a month and a half. Uh, Now's a great time to premiere it. So what you're about to hear is a pre-recorded clip we did talking about our 2017 Summer Movie League. Longtime listeners will be familiar. If you're not, we do this thing called the Movie League where we get some players. They draft movies. They get credit for every domestic box office dollar those movies make. The person with the highest total at the end of the season wins. Well, we just wrapped up our summer edition. We have a winner. Uh, We need to announce it. We also do a little bit of recap, talk about the movies that came out, which did the best, what met or beat or missed our expectations, who we thought was going to win and what actually ended up happening. We do a very nice recap of that, and we're going to play that clip for you right now. But stick around after that because we're going to give you a sneak preview, an exclusive preview of our upcoming 2017 Winter Movie League, and we have some big changes in store for this edition. We're doing stuff we've never done before, Um, so you're definitely going to want to hear about that, including the dates of when the draft is happening. That's coming up. Uh, You're not going to want to miss that, so enjoy this conversation with me and Matt. Now, if Matt sounds like he's dialing in from a telephone, it's because he actually is. His internet connection failed miserably, so I actually got him calling in via phone, but it's a really fun discussion, so take a listen. Here is our winner announcement and recap of the 2017 Summer Movie League. Hello? 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 Call, calling in on the telephone, Mr. Matt. Hey there. All right, Mr. Sean. Call, I'm calling in the show first. First of all, I want to say I think you guys do an amazing job. I listen to you every day. I'm the number one fan after Michael Johnson, of course. Oh, that's that's just very. It's doing, always nice to meet a fan. What's your what? You what's know, your just, question? Just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I was wondering um, if you guys could play my favorite song. It's called. Uh, it's called. Uh, uh, Shake It Every Night by the Bee Gees. Great, great song, caller. Great song. Who's this long distance <laughs> dedication going out to? This one is going out to my wonderful wife, Sheila, uh, down in, uh, in Australia. Oh, well, thank you for calling, Matt. Sheila, this one goes out to you. She's part kangaroo. She's part kangaroo. Whoa, that's that's crazy. Uh, no, Matt, we stopped. Uh, we I, I went ahead and just ended the regular episode without you. Okay. But we're still recording, and yeah. we, we will use that bit because there was a bit of business we didn't get to do, and I figured it would make a fun little mini bonus episode. Okay, what's the bonus episode? Bonus episode, we get to crown... The winner of the 2017 Summer Movie League. Whoa. It's yeah, over. Okay. It's complete. I it, know. It finished as of September 1st. So why do I get my trophy? Well, Matt, don't get ahead of yourself because first we got to go through the standings. Now, we'll start with last. In sixth place with $473 million, his film Smurfs the Lost Village, Snatched, Cars 3, Dunkirk, and Atomic Blonde, Dan for his third straight year in last. In fifth place, 
with 542 like million. The Cleveland Browns of this league. He, poor Dan. I was talking to. We talked about this on Don't Panic a little bit last week. Folks can listen to that. But uh, poor. I, I do kind of feel bad for Dan because he's just he's good at many things in life. I, I'm afraid this just is not one of them. <laughs> he just he. And, he's and, that guy that you keep inviting back every year. Now the good news you is get a couple of free wins from him. His 473 this year is better than one year he had like 240. So he did technically did better than himself in past years. He just came in last again. Mm-hmm. So in fifth place, 542 million uh, Guards of the Galaxy Volume Two Baywatch. It comes at night in the Emoji Movie. Sarah, who I know was was uh, among your picks to do to to win this year. Yeah, I thought that was. Uh... I thought she was going to have a uh, a better showing. Well, she had the second the sec I believe the second highest grossing movies of the movie of the summer in Guardians, which accounted for uh, three eighty nine mm-hmm. of her total. Um, it just she didn't have enough supporting cast around it. Uh, in fourth place, five hundred seventy two million. Ghost in the Shell, Fate of the Furious, Despicable Three, Me, and The Dark Tower. Mike, which I am surprised he finished ahead of Sarah. Yeah. Um, that's another one that, that total shock. I mean, I, I wasn't uh, feeling great about Mike winning, but for him with, it's really fate of the furious and despicable me three beating yeah, he, Sarah. He took a lot of risks for sure. That was a, a very risky, risky lineup right there. Uh, ghost in the shell, especially, I think he got that at a, at a pretty decent bargain too. Yeah, I mean, he only paid six bucks for it, but it made so mm-hmm. little. It, well, I, it's not really a good bargain. In, yeah, in that it respect. would have been a really good, uh, really good dark horse if it had come through. But, but again, uh, he was just one more good movie short of of really competing. He was only about a hundred million dollars behind the leader, so he really only needed, you know, replace the Dark Tower with a decent movie, and he he was in the running. This is the closest year we've ever had. In the three now three times we've done this, um, we only had about two hundred million separating all six players, which is shocking compared to some of our past. Last summer, I think I had over a billion, and Dan and last had like two fifty. So it's much closer. Hmm, that's cool. We had a uh, it was a close race. Now in third, five hundred ninety-seven million. Colby, he had a bunch of movies: Boss Baby, The Circle, The Mummy, Transformers: The Last Night, The House, Wish Upon a Girl's Trip, Valerian, and City of a Thousand Planets. Interestingly enough, Colby had the two best bargains of the summer. He paid eleven dollars for the Boss Baby, uh, got one hundred seventy-four out of that, and uh, just behind it, he paid eight dollars for Girls Trip, got one hundred twelve million out of it. So. Hmm. You know, but he also picked up the mummy and the circle and the house. So inconsistent. How did the how did the circle end up doing? The circle bombed. The circle did about uh, twenty million. It was actually, I think, the lowest gross. No, it was not the. It was the third lowest grossing of the summer, beaten only by Wish Upon at fourteen, and the worst grossing it comes at night at thirteen. Did anyone have Lion? Have what? Lion, the movie Lion. The with um, the one about the the guy from India. Yeah. No, that wasn't in the draft this year. Oh, was that? Uh, maybe I, that was last year. Yeah. Well, it wasn't in the winter either. I think it fell between them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I just watched that movie over the weekend. I highly recommend it. That is a, a great, great movie. Because that's is that the Slumdog Millionaire guy, the actor? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's it good. Is. He's it very is. good. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, Patel, Dev Patel. Dev Patel, he's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lightning definitely struck twice for him. Now, Matt, we get to come to you here in second place, $618 million. Uh, King, Arthur, Legend of the Sword, Alien Covenant, Captain Underpants, Wonder Woman, Rough Knight. Matt, if I had told you back in March that you drafted the highest grossing movie of the summer and it was Wonder Woman, would you have believed me? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I would have. I had full confidence in that movie. Yeah, okay. The highest grossing film. Oh, if I had summer. Guardians, I would have won. Well, the interesting thing is that you paid $10 less for Wonder Woman and it outgrossed Guardians. Yeah. So in 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 that respect it was a bit of a bargain. Mhm. I knew it was going to be it was going to be huge. I mean it had everything. I don't think that's true. It had literally everything. Well, but you also thought Captain Underpants was going to be huge and that was uh that was I I think the lowest grossing kids movie of the summer that we had in the draft. No, Smurfs Lost Village was. It was, a, it was a poopy underpants movie, that's for sure. I mean the emoji movie outgrossed it. That I find hard to accept. R- Rough Night was one of the worst movies of... The, that did 22. Yeah, I probably should have watched the trailer before I went ahead. I thought it looked that. funny. I think it was a marketing problem more so than a trailer. <laughs> they just didn't market the film. And it was on, it was on a it was tough... Really dumb. It was on a tough weekend. Because uh, it was up against mm-hmm. Cars 3. Um, and Wonder Woman was still kicking ass at that point. So, Well, I, I mean... To be fair, I don't. I don't think the same people that went to go see Cars Three also went to go see Rough Night. Uh, I think it was just a bad movie. Well, we'll never know because no one ever saw it. So who knows if it's any good? <laughs> yeah. Now I will say, Matt, if you had asked me with about four weeks left who had won, I would have put cash money down with you winning because you were ahead. Wonder Woman was making piles of money. I thought you owned mm-hmm. it, and then at the last minute, swooping in to be our champion of the 2017 Up for Debate Summer Movie League, $687 million, powered by basically three big films, Pirates of the Caribbean, Spider-Man Homecoming, War for the Planet of the Apes, and then you throw all eyes on me in there. It is Phil, our champion. Yay, Phil. Congratulations, man. Congratulations to him. I don't like to brag, but I did kind of say I thought I thought he was going to he was going to win. I, 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 cause you have to remember of the highest, I think of the four highest grossing movies of the, so he had two of the, he, no, wait, what is this? He had a bunch of the highest grossing movies. That's what it was. You have pirates at 172, war for the planet at 144, Spider-Man at 325. So Phil was basically the Patriots and I was the Atlanta Falcons in this scenario. Uh, no, you were more like... like is at the last minute, Phils comes in, takes everything that I fought so hard for all season long by, you know, excruciatingly drafting that, that team and handpicking all the things, I, the movies I thought would succeed and doing the research. And then all of a sudden, uh, I throw an interception by picking the Underpants, Captain Underpants movie, and Rough Night, and Phil is able to capitalize. I I would say you're really more like the Russell Westbrook of the draft in that you had an MVP season, and you really did it all by, you carried the whole team alone, you didn't have a lot of support, 
But then when it comes to the playoffs, you're kind of lucky. And of course, your one support being Wonder Woman. And then by the time it came to the playoffs, there just wasn't enough legs left in the rest of the team. Um, and it really allowed Phil to be the Golden State Warriors and just completely destroy you. Um, okay. See, I didn't get that reference because I don't watch basketball. Oh, okay. Well, but... anyway, we shouldn't. it's movies. It's not sports. But... <laughs> I mean, Matt, I, I, hey, look, credit credits do. I thought you did a really good job. Um, and, and again, I was blo- I did not think Wonder Woman was going to gross that high. I, I thought you were going to be in the bottom three. I didn't think you were going to get second. So I, I think credit is deserved for that. Um, but I think, I mean, we knew Spider-Man was going to be big. We knew War of Planet of the Apes was going to be big. I think Pirates being 170 was a, was a bit of a surprise, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting mix. Hmm. So when's our next movie draft? Oh boy, I thought you'd never ask. Matt, we are going to be... Uh, I don't have a firm date as to uh, when we will be back. Uh, we got to decide that. But it will be late October, early November. Um, I'm looking right now, probably the first weekend in November, which opens the first big movie, Thor Ragnarok, opens on November 3rd. So probably the weekend before that we'll draft. Would you like to know some of the movies we'll be looking forward to? Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's see. This fall, uh, we're going to do another 30 films. Uh, Those will include Thor Ragnarok, uh, Justice League, um, Pixar's new film Coco, um, I'm excited because we're big Aaron Sorkin fans. His new film, Molly's Game, which he not only wrote but also directed, will be coming out. Um, we have, of course, Star Wars The Last Jedi, the uh, Jumanji remake, Pitch Perfect 3. Um, let's see what else. That's December and January. A new, The new Insidious film, Paddington 2, uh, the new Maze Runner movie. We'll have uh, the new Fifty Shades of... Uh, Gray movie, uh, Black Panther will be coming out in February. Uh, I'm mostly just doing the sequels now because I don't know some of these. The new Tomb Raider movie, the Pacific Rim sequel. Uh, there's a movie called Sherlock Gnomes, which I'm assuming is Garden Gnomes, but it's like Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> it's really all I know why about. Not? Uh, the Ready Player One movie which is coming out in March as well. And that's probably about, I don't know how far we'll go, but that's about where we'll end for the winter. Nice. So plenty to pick from. It'll be uh, the winter. Uh, to me, the winter's a little more fun because there's a, a lot of gambling, a lot more gambling involved in the winter than there is in the summer because we'll have some Oscar movies in there, you know, like Manchester by the sea brought in decent numbers. La La Land brought in really good numbers. If you can pick the right Oscar movies to complement your blockbusters, that's how you won the winter. I think was you had, um, what was it? Fantastic Beasts and Doctor Strange, which both yeah. uh, those combined with, and then you had La La Land as well, and the Lego Batman movie. I did. You you might have had one of the best drafts so far, <laughs> and just being so yeah, perfect. Yeah, I still don't know how I got away with all those. Mm-hmm. Oh my! Your phone just anyway. Um, so that was, um, so it's going to be an interesting draft. We'll have six players. I'm going to assume they're the same six, but we'll wait and see. Look forward to that early November, late October. We'll, we'll, we'll do the draft. Sure. Sounds fun. That works. That sounds like a good time. All right. Well, our congratulations to Phil. We've got a nice trophy for him. He'll be receiving when we do the draft. Uh, congratulations to him. It's all six of our players. I hope everyone had just about as much fun as we did. Um, and I do want to mention here, uh, this will go up in the feed right after our favorite comedies episode. 
But I want to remind everybody, uh, we're still doing Movie Monday on the Coffee and Beer radio station, uh, our five-day-a-week podcast, seven minutes or less each day, uh, with each day of the week being a different topic. Mondays are Movie Mondays. We talk about the box office from the previous weekend and what to look forward to in releases the next weekend. That's every Monday at anchor.fm slash coffee and beer or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Coffee and Beer Radio. Um, that is it. Congratulations to Phil and all our players on behalf of me and Matt. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. So that's it. The official end of the summer movie league for this year. Uh, it's done. Put it in the books. Now I know you heard me do a little bit of preview of what's coming up for the winter league, but I have some, uh, details now in effect that we can finally announce here on the show about the winter league. And as I mentioned, we have some big changes in store, starting with the biggest, We're moving to teams. That's right. Our players will now compete in teams of two and draft together and compete together throughout the whole season. We have six teams of of players of two. So that's 12 total players, which means we're introducing some new folks. We have the same six returning. Colby, Dan, Matt, Sarah, Mike, and Phil will be returning. But we have uh, a host six new players who will be joining it um, in teams of two. And it's going to be a really different bidding experience. Uh, because those two have to work very closely together. The other big change is no more verbal drafts. So on the draft night, we actually won't be saying, uh, you know, $3, $10, $100. We'll actually be doing it via chat room. And this works well for two reasons. One, when you have a lot of people, now we'll have 12 people bidding. Um, It'll create an interesting dynamic. It's a little more fair because the chat room will time people and make sure everything's up on the up and up. But also it means we'll have more conversation during the draft. It'll be a much better episode. I'm very excited for that. Um, We have a list of 30 movies, the first of which comes out on October 20th, uh, Geostorm. The last one comes out on March 30th, 2018. It's Ready Player One. And just to give you a a small preview, we've got probably the most franchise films we've ever had in a winter draft. Uh, Everything from uh, Thor Ragnarok to Justice League to Pixar's new film Coco. We've got the Jumanji sequel. We've got the um, Fifty Shades sequel, the Maze Runner sequel, the Paddington sequel, the Insidious sequel, the Pitch Perfect sequel, uh, the Tomb Raider remake, the Pacific Rim sequel, uh, of course, Ready Player One. We've got a a massive list of movies, 30 of them we're going to be bidding uh, and auctioning off to our players. I will be, again, acting as commissioner. Uh, It's going to be a great time. We currently have the draft scheduled for October 22nd, which means later that week the episode will get published. It is a can't miss. It's one of my favorite things we do on this show all year long, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. It's going to be totally different this time. I'm very excited. We've got awesome players coming in that I know we're going to get really into it. It's going to get very competitive. Also, uh, we got to present Phil as the winner and give him his trophy, so uh, it's going to be a great episode. You're not going to want to miss that. Probably not our next one, but our one after that. Uh, But that's going to do it for this edition of Up for Debate. I know it's a short one, but we'll be back next week with a full episode. Myself and Matt, Lord knows what we're going to talk about, um, but it's going to be a fun one. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, Of course, our website is upfordebate.tv. You can go there at any time and get all of our past episodes, our current episodes, and you can click the subscribe button. It'll give you links everywhere where you can get the episodes, uh, listen or watch them, as well as where to follow us on social media at upfordebate.tv on Twitter is the best place to do that. And as I mentioned in the clip, also check out Coffee and Beer Radio, uh, which is a great daily audio digest, uh, including Movie Monday, where we'll keep updating the Winter League once we get that rolling at anchor.fm slash coffee and beer or search coffee and beer wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode. On behalf of Matt, this is Sean. Thanks everybody for joining us. We'll see you next time for more great discussion here on Up for Debate.